This episode is about bulletproof clothing. And so, guns are mentioned. It is only intended for mature audiences and listener discretion is advised. Having the unthinkable happen led our guest today to co-found a clothing line that is geared towards protecting oneself. In spite of the obstacles, Christian created Hierarchy Company. Let's listen. Hi, Kristen. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm good. How's your Thursday going? <laughs> Busy, but <laughs> what's new? <laughs> right. Welcome to the fashion industry. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> wow. So just kind of give us a, you know, just a little background story to who you are, and then we can go ahead and dive into the interview. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. So this is Kristen Sanders with Hierarchy Company. And we are a bulletproof manufacturing clothing company. And we love to just really help the community and provide quality clothing that can help out civilians along with police, security, and all of the above. So we really try to go above and beyond with our customer service to work with them and are constantly changing and being innovative and <laughs> being stretched in definitely different ways but um we're always there to you know pick ourselves back up and that's life <laughs> that's beautiful um so kind of tell me a little bit about how you even got into the fashion industry did you go to school for this so actually so it's uh, me and my fiance and uh we are the complete opposite <laughs> so it works out perfect in this industry. Uh, he's very much the creator, designer, inspiration. And for me, I did the business, law, and sales, marketing. So <laughs> everything mm. that I'm very good at, you know, he's like, okay, do it. And everything he's very good at, I'm like, okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then working together, it's just... Uh, yeah, it just all meshes well. So I think we were both, you know, it was one thing meeting each other. So it's the romance and then it goes into the brand. So it's just, you know, everything. Just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> wow. When did you guys meet, if you don't mind me asking? Because I want to kind of track this back to how the business even started. Yeah. So we met back in 2013. Okay. Were you thinking about even starting a business before you met your partner or like, how did that even like start? So with my background, uh, my family has always been uh, entrepreneurs and my grandpa, he actually did a, um, it was a company that where he did upholstery. Okay. And then other family members, he did uh, housework, like kitchens and cabinets and stuff. Um, so, and then another with construction. <laughs> so I just you know, learn from the best, but they would do everything themselves. So that mm -hmm. was kind of scary. <laughs> wow. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's a lot. And then, so there's that. And then I kind of grew up with a lot of military background and police um, relatives. And I just thought it was so dangerous, you know? And mm -hmm. um, then I kind of came over here. I was a lifeguard too. So <laughs> I feel like everything in life really prepares you for yeah. what you want to do in the end and it just doesn't make sense until you know you get more of the pieces and you form it together to create a masterpiece mm -hmm. so at the beginning I was just like oh my gosh what am I doing <laughs> 
And then finally, towards the end, you just see it all, you know, working simultaneously together. Right. So, um, I think everything kind of led up to this. I just didn't know what it was until we met. And I was just like, gosh, it's perfect. I've been looking for something uh, just like this. And it just like check marked all of the boxes through and wow. through. And for him, it was just like, same, <laughs> just opposite. <laughs> that's that's so unique because chances are when people meet, um, one person's, it's either like you guys meet and you blend right away or you meet and you guys are two different like, you know, mindset when it comes to business. But the fact that you both would decide to um, merge your skills, merge your backgrounds, merge your ideologies together and start the company that you guys started that's that's really nice yeah and uh, I think uh, the scariest part at first was just uh jumping uh taking mm-hmm. the leap because yeah. for sure used to, I was used to having more of like I was going to school and nine to five job and you know it's just a lot um so I was used to that and just kind of guaranteed paycheck and I was comfortable with that <laughs> you <Yep>. know <laughs> and then I was trying to do both, you know, where I was working and doing the business and everything. And what all of my roads led to was just like relationships for me. Uh, it's really one person, you know, mm-hmm. it's really one company. Yeah. I, I can't do two. <laughs> like I just can't, you know. Um, so as much as I tried to, you know, stay with my stability or like my comfort zone, everything was screaming at me to get out and to take a leap forward. And I was hesitant, you know, because I'm just like, no, 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 I could do both. Um, But then it, it really just pushed until, you know, I took the leap and uh, haven't fell knock on wood since but you know, (laughs) I've gone through ups and downs, of course, that's life. Yeah, (laughs) you can't get out of that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So that yeah I just love once I found out everything with the fashion industry I love it um from the garments to the just different materials to the functions everything is just so beautiful and it's like a work of art did you find that you needed to take classes because I know like you said you're good with marketing and sales how important was it that you needed to still take some classes in understanding like you know fashion as how um, the fabric work yeah so that was the hardest part because I do sales but I need to know the ins and outs of everything in order to sell correct the first thing they ask so that was very difficult for me was just learning everything that it has to do and I say everything is small but just (laughs) the basics yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) as much as I can you know to where it makes sense so everything just like goes hand in hand and for me everything that we've had to do you have to learn Mm -hmm. and figure it out so it's not even if you go and hire someone to do something you still have to learn it yourself so that you know it's done right and correctly so for me and for philip we've been doing everything step by step and we're just like gosh we have to learn all of it and yes (laughs) wow um but it's fun and if it's something you love to do Mm -hmm. and um i read your other episodes and about the reasons and it's like yeah the reasons really drive you when everything looks like 
um, nothing's working. And in reality, it's just needing some time. Right. That's so that's good that you touched on that because um, you were referred to me by Stacy and kind of her story is also very similar when you said this was just screaming at you like this passion was just burning regardless of what you were trying to do to distract or like suppress it. Yeah. Um, the fear was just not getting in the way of you actually doing it. So I, I think like- the fear grew more and more and more <laughs> until I gave up. <laughs> yeah it's like no (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it's it's real when I when I tell people um it's okay to be comfortable but you can't live in your comfort zone for life and expect growth that's or be happy or right or you know adventurous or spontaneous romantic everything comes Mm -hmm. from action it doesn't come from you know comfort you know in a coffin (laughs) true that's so true Mm-hmm. Um, how did you even start? Because it's one thing to build a website. It's one thing to um, get fabrics. Now you're, you know, understanding what the fabrics do, understanding what technology you can infuse into your fabrics. But how did you even get the word out there? What did you do first? I guess uh, the first thing was the product itself to figure out like what you want to do, meaning the material, the design, the function, creating something out of nothing. Mm hmm. Uh, so luckily Philip had that cover <laughs> for me because uh, for me that was the hardest part but for someone who uh, it, inspiration just comes to them that's the easiest part you True. know True. so it just depends on what spectrum you're at and all of them need to work together and function so yeah. I think that was the first spot it was the first part was just figuring out what it was that you have passion for and what is different and what you can create, but it's out of nothing, you know? So it's all of your ideas. So I believe that one was the first one. Then it kind of goes into your team because team, if you don't, if you don't have a good team, you're doing it all yourself. And I don't think anything is done by yourself in the end, or it shouldn't be for your health and your time and your life. So the team is, important for production hr office and then after that customers i feel like is the next step where it's just like they you have to create what they want yeah and listen to what they want give them what they need and over deliver it Mm. um i think that a lot of times it's very easy to give them what you want and what like your ideas are because it's like oh you see it but then they're not happy, you know, hmm. because it's not what they want. So I sure. think breaking away from what what you want to do, just listen to what they want first. Mm-hmm. And then you give them more because you have that background, you have that skill. So they give you an idea of where to go. And then with your skill, you push them, you know, even further and you give them even more, you know. Yeah. So I think by doing it that way, you really get to connect with each customer on a one by one on one basis and mm-hmm. they're happy with their product in the end as opposed to you pushing your product on them it's like something you have created together you know based on each person sure you have your basic designs that are your standard you know line where most people will get yeah but for the ones where it's just like they're going to custom you know they want a special event or 
you know, because sometimes those ones will be your biggest source of income. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So it's just like um, being able to do those. And I feel like it's learning along the way. Um, But it's very easy to get in your head and stop if, you, you know, don't listen to them. So listening to them first. (laughs) <laughs> and then you know let them okay everything mm-hmm. and then just over deliver and you know give them a masterpiece wow. and then after that it's just sales and marketing and repeat <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's one of the hardest part retaining or getting customers to you know spend again because um it's not like food where you know the grocery stores are always going to be open regardless of how expensive or inexpensive a product is people are always going to need you know things to eat so how how do you find that balance of getting customers to be repeat customers or even like getting new customers what do you do differently so most of our customers are repeat customers um for our industry uh and it isn't always like that but for us it is a lot of our um, sales are from word of mouth and or they've seen our product or you know they took the leap with us Mm-hmm. and we started off just like kind of small and then we just kind of grew and now we're working with like celebrities and artists and um you know soccer teams and <laughs> we're just growing there yeah. and there but at the beginning uh I think that whether it's your neighbor your mom your relative uh your friends your co-worker anyone mm-hmm. it's just like you have to put in all of the care you can and it's not saying you're not going to make mistakes it's not saying that you know the customer will see it and just be like that is not what I wanted even though Mm -hmm. it was you know um but it's just like taking a deep breath and it's just like okay where can we go from here what Mm -hmm. happened and sometimes you realize it wasn't necessarily the product it was they need the money back Uh, yeah something happened uh you know things changed they thought it was something else or you know things yeah. beyond your control and then you know uh, by asking questions you can really figure out what's actually going on instead of what the surface question or statement they might say is I don't like it and it's like oh stab there's you always know? a reason why somebody would um you know change your mind about a product it could be either like you said it could be maybe it wasn't what they were expecting or it could be they just don't need it anymore or, you know, it's, it's a number of things. How do you handle returns when you get returns on something you've worked so hard for? So how I work with it is I just keep on going to figure out what they actually need from it. In certain cases, uh, not all cases, but in certain cases, I've had people um, pay like partial payments until it's all the way paid off. Mm-hmm. or you know because one person was just like oh I can't buy it and I, I kept asking why and you know trying to it's a cultivating a relationship with them mm-hmm. um, and then I found out oh they needed you know their funds are held so I need to wait you know yeah and I can understand that but that's not what they said originally <laughs> yeah so it's working with each person so have I done returns I have um, but there would be like more online returns where I hadn't met the person, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. But really, I haven't gotten too many returns in general because I make sure that I know exactly what they want before they order. Gotcha. How 
how how did you come up with the name hierarchy company uh so philip just loved it just having um a person at the top and then just you know going in order it's orderly and it's just uh everyone is always connected and Mm -hmm. i think that a lot of times when we're divided that's when a lot of bad things happen but in Mm -hmm. the end there is always a hierarchy there's always someone who you can lean on there's always someone who you know can help you and if you don't know it you know ask someone above you and keep going until you get an answer you know it's really important to just keep climbing (laughs) Mm -hmm. if if you haven't gotten the answer it's not because there isn't one it's because you just don't know yet or the person who you've spoke to doesn't know Mm -hmm. so it's just really um putting your best foot forward being united and uh, our main thing is protection so Mm -hmm. protecting you know people through our clothing it it's time. There's a lot of violence and, you know, it's terrible to speak about, but, um, it happens and we need our clothing to go ahead and have a purpose and a function. And, you know, just like the iPod, they have so many different apps and different things that they have like capabilities. And we don't say, Hey, can you take off the GPS? Hey, can you not have, you know, the navigation device? Hey, you know the compass? Can you take that off? Yeah. We don't say any of that. We're like, no, put all of it in there. Put it all in there. You know, so our protect our clothing should do that as well. Yeah. You know? Depending yeah. on the person and the need. So we have different materials that we use to help each person, you know, fit their needs. What was your so first we started product? off with vests, jackets, uh, t-shirts. So that was the starter. And then we developed more into like hats, backpacks, um, even like purses or, you know, anything that's accessory wise. Uh, mm-hmm. We have pants now. So now we're really creative and we can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What What's the lowest um, priced item on your website right now? Uh, 250 And what would that be for? Uh, we wanted to do the, the backpacks for okay. um, uh, the school shootings to be 250 We also have a vest um, and some T-shirts where we can have it at 250 We wanted it to be affordable for yeah. the public. So 250 is our lowest. We can't go down any lower. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, cost of, cost of labor in L.A. is just it's off the roof. So that's even that's that's a very good price that to me, that's a steal. Because you're not making yeah. just regular everyday wear. No, genuinely, because you're not making just stuff that you can go to, you know, any store to get. This is something that's like protecting life. Yeah. Um, how do you test? All of our products are all um, tested and they're all compliant with mm-hmm. military grade, police grade. Uh, it's all. Yeah. So everything is certified and tested. No worries there. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I um, when I go on your website, the first thing I see is like, you know, obviously one of the I think it's like a windbreaker. It's on like a mannequin in you know outside and someone's like, you know, firing shots at it. And yeah. um, how how did you even know to infuse that the military grade technology into the fabrics like because I understand that you know you grew up with entrepreneurs you know family members and you know your husband as well your partner as well um but how did you think to combine this and commercialize it so that way it's accessible to everyone 
So Philip had started the idea of putting everything together. This is his baby. But uh, what definitely happened for me, because I, I had to disconnect for a little while um, with the brand and me feeling like it was my brand too. So for me, um, I was actually walking in uh, Pasadena and uh, it, I, I had food at a restaurant and I just came out and the sun had just went down and I was walking and as I was walking um, someone came up behind me and said uh, I'm gonna shoot you if you don't give me your purse what and uh, I was just frozen I was I couldn't believe uh, it was happening uh, I was just a normal person uh, you know not some celebrity and I you know, something special. I was just like normal person. And this was happening to me. And in my mind, I was just like, Jackie Chan. No. Uh, you know, I was just like, oh, I've watched so many shows. I'm prepared. No. <laughs> but no, yeah. in reality, uh, there was no comfort in that moment. And it was just fear, you know, that I could still remember to this day. And I remember looking online for you know, some sort of protection or some something I could do to feel safe. Hmm. And uh, there was nothing that I could find um, at all. And that just poses a really big problem. Yeah, for me. And then that's when it kind of blossomed and grew to where it's just like, gosh, that happened to me. You know, <laughs> and this is important. And if this happens to me, I'm sure it would happen to others. And I don't yeah. want them to feel unprotected, unhelped, and unprepared for things that, you know, could go on. And I was very much like, oh, no, don't talk about it. I don't want to hear it. I'm just going to be in my bubble. Uh, violence, yes, it's, you know, there, but not in my life. And then it presented itself to me. And mm. I was just like, gosh, it, you know, in some cases it is unavoidable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. So you just had, it was an eye opener. We have a son and, uh, you know, he's going to school and it's just like, that's why we made backpacks. Cause it's just like, um, you know, they need protection too. Unfortunately, no one likes yes. to talk about it. I like to change the news. I'm like, Oh my gosh, where was on there? Why did I gosh change? But that was one of the biggest things too to me you know how i said the leap earlier yeah yeah <laughs> Taking the leap well i was wondering because i was just like praying about it i was just like gosh do i go ahead and do this full time knowing that you know who knows if it'll work yeah uh or do i do what feels comfortable that has gotten me by so far but that i know is not good enough Hmm. and uh I just said please give me a sign and I just finished <laughs> and in the other room Philip turns on the tv and I hear uh a uh people dead school shooting oh, and I was just like there you go I got it mm -mm -mm. I don't need it here anymore wow and uh we've been going on ever since so that is quite a story the fact that this didn't come from I mean, it's, it's, it's more personal when you've actually experienced like someone violate your space um, and threaten your life with just like for something that's material. I'm, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Um, I'm so glad it happened, actually. At wow. first I was sorry, but I'm so glad because that's where 
everything came from mm-hmm. um, through our tragedies, um, you know, especially the painful ones. If yeah. it's not painful, then it's, you know, it's not hitting you. But uh, for me, uh, people say I have to have a fire under my bum. <laughs> yeah. To move. And I was just like, well, why wouldn't you move if there mm. was a fire there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if there had been anything less, I wouldn't have the certainty that I have today to keep going forward when, you know, times are looking bleak, when it looks like no one is buying, when it's just like, oh my gosh, we need these bills to pay and time is happening, you know, and getting yeah. ahead of ourselves through those moments life isn't about just getting what you thought you wanted it's about getting so much more and you don't get there with you know easy times you get there through working hard learning coping with others and just constantly growing (laughs) or at least I've done it like that if there's another way let me know (laughs) (laughs) you just have to have something driving you it's just that's it's so important and like I said, the fact that yours was actually experienced in person, not like somebody else's story. And, you know, aside from the tragedy of like, even right now, it's like we've had three consecutive days of like shooting in California. It's just, right. it's, it's sickening, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it makes you question um, the end result of everything. It's like, why? Like, why are people even doing this? Like, it's right. it's very scary. It's and for very me scary. personally, what I thought was the most rude or like shocking part was that I felt scared in my own skin. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ah, oh, uh, I didn't even know that phrase existed yeah. until that day. And I was just like, wow, uh, no one should feel scared in their own skin. Everyone right. should feel beautiful, confident, strong. Uh, I know we don't always, you know, from day to day, but we should be able to have something that makes us feel better. Yeah. And that's what I've been wanting to do. Philip and I just making people feel better. Now, is it to go Jackie Chan? Would I have gone Jackie Chan that day? Probably <laughs> not. Um, <Yeah. laughs> you know, I probably still would have froze, but I would have, I was grasping at straws, just wanting to feel some sense of, calm and there was none in that moment and wow what I would have given to just have like some form of protection or you know just something yeah would have you know made everything feel or you know just I I just wanted something Mm -hmm. and I had nothing so now I want to give back to others and the community and the world just um you know no one should feel like that everyone should feel strong yeah so it's really important to me to just, you know, give back as much as I could. Two fifty was actually really hard for us to come by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I that kept... price, the price seems very little. Yeah, I just, I didn't want people to have the excuse of uh, it's not enough. You know, we pay so much for our iPhones, two fifty. You know, we can't. That's nothing. You can't buy an <laughs> yeah. iPhone for two fifty if you yeah. can't let me know where. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So when it comes to sourcing materials, um, do you source them locally? Do you source them internationally? How, how do you get the materials you need to make your garments bulletproof? So at first it was more, um, 
outsourcing and everything. And then what we really started to focus on is doing everything in-house and transferring it. Uh, That was a really big jump for us um, to see if we were capable of it and how we how we would do it because at first outsourcing was uh, cheaper and you know better but then you have to wait and you have to um, shipping oh my gosh can you know really work at you yeah (laughs) to say the very least and then because it's overseas you don't know what you're getting and people can rip you off and Um, because it's uh, this item there's a lot of rules and regulations and um, it could really just seize everything uh, Mm -hmm. if you don't know the proper channels to go through so now what we did was got everything in-house so that everything is made in the U.S. Mm. and we can go ahead and put everything together and just make it look uniform (laughs) so that was the hardest part was getting the team together to figure out, you know, how we're going to do it. Yeah. That's why I said team is so important Mm -hmm. to making your dream happen. Because if you don't have a strong team, that means you're making your dream happen and it will just take so much longer. Longer. Yeah. Yeah. You could do it. It's not impossible, but you know, (laughs) with a team, you don't have to do it and you'll be happier and everyone around you will be happier too. Yeah, and it's important for you to hire your weaknesses. Um, this is one thing I learned in school. Yeah, it's you may you may know how it's good to know how to do everything, but you can't function fully doing everything and expect your business to scale. Yeah. So and I feel like like being a teacher, you know, it's just like you have to grade the papers, but you're not doing their work for you for right, them. Right. You know, so it's just like being able to lead in that way to where it's just like that's you giving back to the community and letting people, you know, work. And for me, how we find people to work with, um, I have a big, this is a number one rule of mine, but it's just like, I want to find out what their dreams are, what their passion is and not change it. If your passion is art, then I want you to do art for me (laughs) or, you know, working with me. If your passion is cutting, I want you to only cut with me i think people try to put on different hats it's like they'll do it for the moment but that wasn't their passion and i think that it's so easy for us to be like oh but you're so good at this do this too and it's like no that's where i think we really mess up yeah uh yeah so my number one rule is just to find their passion and you know it's their passion because they'll say they love to do it most of them will say but i'm not that good that's when you know they're very good. <laughs> they're like, oh, no, I just do a little bit of sewing. It's like, yeah. let's see. And it's outstanding. A masterpiece. And, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, oh, I just do a little bit of art. And it's Picasso. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Yeah. So it's just like you can see it in their work, you know. And at first, I think I thought that just from shows and stuff, I thought that everyone who was really good at their work, they were kind of grouchy because mm-hmm. they could be. And that was, it wasn't true. I had met a lot of grouchy people who were very good, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I found out later, uh, mainly in California that, you know, it's just a quality that a person possesses. Yeah. So if someone is, uh, has a bad quality, there's someone who has a good one. You just yeah. have to find them. So true. it's searching. And I love the I spy books. I didn't realize I was doing that, you know, <laughs> here too. 
yeah so it's just like it's finding and cultivating you know the the values you want and implementing it but the less you change the better so I feel like the more that they have where it's passion drive you know don't have someone who has no drive then you have to push them everywhere yeah imagine pushing 10 people you know you just can't do it it's exhausting yeah so finding the person even if it takes so long to find it it's worth it yeah I think hiring is one of the hardest thing in like as any entrepreneur will tell you like finding the right staff that's why a lot of companies would they'll rather pay a lot to keep a good staff than than um just you know hire somebody who's you know, proud and pretending like they know how to do it all when, you know, they really haven't shown that they can. Yeah. And for me, I like to, if someone approaches me personally and they want to, I'll, I'll, I need to see it. I'm like, show me, show me, you know, and then just going from there. And it's really, I didn't realize that it was just a network of relationships. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what it really comes down to with the business from anyone, the customers, team it's all your relationship with them yeah it's a living breathing thing that you have to work at yeah you know and things change over time like oh now I have another child and now what do I do now you know just things change so it's being flexible in every aspect which is hard (laughs) yeah it is it really is I was on LinkedIn. What day was it? I think it was like two days ago. And just on my main uh, page, my main feed, right. someone, one of the CEOs that posted, I can't remember who it was, but it's, I think it's someone who's quite famous. And he had posted that somebody just started working with him and it's only been three weeks and she asked for a day off. And he was like, I just said, sure. And she right. was shocked. Like, don't you want to know why? He was like, no, no, I trust that when I hired you. You have integrity. So if you tell me you need a day off, okay, you need a day off. But yeah. come back the next day and perform like you didn't even take a day off. Yeah. And I was like, that is so, it's so necessary. And can't you just trust your hearing staff. that? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. It's so necessary to have a staff that's trustworthy. Because there's nothing worse, like you said, than pushing everybody. Like, you can't be running the business and still, like, pushing and pulling everyone along. Right. And I think that if you are worried about that, like, let's just say, oh, gosh, they asked for a day off and now you're worried. That means that you don't have backup. Yeah. You know? So it's still, it's a call to action that uh, you need to hire someone else because things happen yeah out of our control all the time mm-hmm. you yeah. know we don't want the snow to you know ruin our crop right but it did yeah sure <laughs> so now what you know so it's just like I feel like those times where it's just like if we're feeling stressed as entrepreneurs or as you know the leaders of the company if we're feeling stressed it's not because of the employees even though they asked for the time off it is because we didn't do it correctly to where we should be able to breathe yeah. you know, and anticipate those things happening because that's just life. It's just you life. Know? Yeah. <laughs> they can get a better job. Normal, a dragon, you know, came and no, yeah. like that's just life. People yeah. get sick and uh, you know, mm-hmm. things happen or just yeah. patient. Uh, we, we don't live to work. We, we work to live or yeah. I, I probably butchered that the other way. Like, yeah. To live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. And what's great is when you love something, like, I feel like 
I don't work a day in my life. Now, some of my relatives heard that and they're like, see, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it feels like I don't because I love what I do. I'm constantly Mm -hmm. working, picking up phones and, you know, uh, my hours are crazy, you know, because they're all the time. But I love it. And yeah. it's just like, it's just like when people text someone back or like, look at their feed, that's not working. Yeah. Or, you know, like some, some bosses will get mad at you if you look at your feed. Yeah. But for me, I'm just like, oh, I'm responding to a client. That's me looking at my feet. I'm seeing what's wrong. You know? right, just like, what right. is the cost of today? What's happened? Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and how can I fix it? You know? Yeah. And it's just like, uh, at first I think I was taking things so personally and that's what really hurt. I was just mm-hmm. like, you don't like it. Oh, stab. Mm. Like, you know, like calling someone ugly. It's just like, oh, that was mean. It, yeah. You elaborate. And you're big, too. And she's like, ah. Oh. That's not kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like breathing. And it's just like everyone is so different. Um, they don't need to be the same. And that's the beauty of it. With fashion, yeah. it's just like what is beautiful for one is not right for the other. And that's where the beauty comes. That's why we can make so much. That's why, you know, people come to us and go to others uh, is because there's differences. If everyone was the same, oh, what a boring world it would be. It would be black and white, you know, only no colors. So, yeah, that's a good um, mindset to have as a CEO because, it's not okay to know everything, but you also have to prep for what if they even get a better job, a better pay? What if they ha- their family has to move out of town? Um, what if, you know, their husband is in the military and they have to leave the country as a whole? You know, they can't even just work from anywhere. So you have to always, in as much as you do a good job of hiring good staff, you always have to leave a little room for just in case. It's not like you're anticipating, but it's just, it's just reality of life. Like any of these things can happen at any time. Well, um, what I always had to remember is that uh, just like, you know, I make a ton of mistakes and I by far don't know everything. There's no way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it gives me a headache just thinking about knowing everything. I, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just like with that, things happen. And I think that if it goes beyond just, uh, you know, loving people and loving you know, wanting to give, it's just like, uh, that's normal. People go in and out, you know, good. Uh, Their time with you for that amount of time was good and needed. And then you move on and move forward. And I think those transitions are the hardest. Yeah. But they're the ones that we absolutely need. And Mm -hmm. we keep on going through time after time until we learn them. When it comes to laws and regulation, because I know for certain, for even like couture, there are some countries or not states. There are actually some countries that ban the use of like real life ostrich feathers and like, you know, different like animals as uh, as a trim on a garment. What are the federal state, um, federal and state laws that you think you had to or how did you even find out all the federal and state laws that you had to um, go through? before you started operating uh, that was the most important well everything is the most important part but that was such an important part what helped me was uh my legal my law background Mm -hmm. um and being able to like legal research things and regulations because everything does change i mean it changes from city to city it changes from state to state um so i that was the hardest part because if you don't look at it right everything could be zapped sure um we've had it where you know 
things have happened and it was it was because we didn't read it correctly it was because we didn't know everything it was because they put they, they highlighted on things that didn't matter and discarded things that did you know so uh, I think when you're first developing you know relationships with people know that it'll be a bumpy ride <laughs> Um, so with ours, it was trials and tribulations. Um, but once you figure that out, it's just like everything just gets smoother. So, you know, that was really difficult. I had to do a lot of research and we had to definitely learn on the way and just, you know, get, uh, I have a lot of coaches. We have Mm -hmm. life coach, we have professional coaches, we have uh, team support. We have, you know, I, we ask more and more and more people because everything that we're going through, someone else has been through. Sure. Not new, you Mm -hmm. know, even though it seems new to us. So it's just asking. And that's why, you know, it goes back to hierarchy. You haven't asked the right person. Someone Mm -hmm. has gone through something that you've been through. We're all in the fashion industry. It's trillion dollar industry. Someone has conquered what we're, you know, trying to conquer right now. And we just need to look for it and ask the right questions and, you know get to know people I think the other thing that I really had to learn was competition isn't real Mm. Uh, I was just gonna ask you how you handle knockoffs and competitions well it's so funny because at first I was just like I almost felt like I was jealous or you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh my gosh a a monster came out of me um but uh, competition isn't real uh it's so abundant uh, it's like the water in the ocean. It's like, no, how much I want to own it. It's just like, no, everyone can grab as much as they want, you know? So competition, even if it seems like, oh, this person got my sale, this person got my sale, this person took away my sale. It wasn't, uh, it's a client, mm-hmm. that client, you don't own that client. So it's just <laughs> like, and they can buy from whoever they want. We have a rights um, good forum, <laughs> you know, yeah. that we can buy from and not, to however we want so that's why there's there is no competition it's the competition within ourselves sure. and what we really need to do is just help our help each other and as we help then others will be able to help because what you can accomplish on your own mm-hmm. is only so much uh, most of the best like things I've ever had were not from my own means by far <laughs> at mm-hmm. all <laughs> It was from, you know, the resources and getting to know the culture and being in the industry and learning and asking and learning and asking and trying, you know, and having the doors closed. And yeah, can't always have a no. It's, mm-hmm. it, you can't. You can't always have a no, even though it feels like it. Yeah, <laughs> there will be one yes one day. One yes, one yes. Yeah. And you'll be like, are you sure? So once I got through that, I think that I was able to breathe easier and see things beyond, you know, just how I felt. And it's just it's just about giving and about adapting and being flexible, which is all the things we don't want to do. How did you even start with, you know, getting the vendors to even supply you the things you needed? Like, did you have to do like a crazy minimum order? Because I know these things do get pricey. Yeah. So Um, we actually did. Uh, mainly self-funding it wasn't until recently that we started trying to see how it would work um, with funding you know with others Mm -hmm. because we just really wanted to torture ourselves (laughs) (laughs) you know we're just like banking no we have to pay the bank back you know it it was ridiculous 
um, I think it was maybe pride at first where we were just like, oh, it must just be from us <laughs> only. Yeah. Just and take longer. But now we're realizing, um, you know, it does. If you have a really good banker, gosh, that'll help. Yeah. If you have company, um, you know, uh, credit, mm-hmm. that, oh my gosh, can really help. And yeah. then really, it goes back to your relationships because if you know the person, Will your brother-in-law allow you to stay at their house for free? Yes. Will the hotel? Maybe not. Maybe not. You know? So it's just like, but if you know the person who owns the hotel, are you able to stay at the hotel for free? Yes. Probably, yeah. So it's really on who you know. And what's good is, well, I didn't live here originally. I was born in Arizona. So I came over here and I didn't know anyone. Wow. And it was so shocking, um, you know, to go from one of the cheapest states to one of the most expensive ones. Uh, yeah, but my uh, my dad, I love him. He would always say Arizona was so expensive. And in class, someone had said, hey, um, no, it's not. It's the cheapest state. And I'm like, no, it isn't. I looked on my phone. Oh, my gosh, I was wrong. It was, <laughs> it was the cheapest state. It wasn't yeah. the most expensive, but my dad would always say, "Oh, price like the price of gas. Oh, the price of rent. Oh, Everything yeah, yeah. was so expensive." So I was just like, "This is the cheapest state. <laughs> what a nightmare!" I was just like, "We can't make it here. We can't make it anywhere." So <laughs> I was ready to move. And when people say like, "Oh, it is the most expensive state," I don't listen to it because I yeah. just, oh, I fell for that one before. Maybe it's that like mindset that just pushed me forward. I know that you know, I don't even think about it honestly. I mm-hmm. I pay it. I look the other way. I pay it, um, and have to work for it more yeah. and harder yeah. and adjust. But yeah, I try not to think about it. You sound like a natural leader. No, uh, I just started really, uh, I want to say public speaking uh, (laughs) just recently. uh, Mm. And I thought I was better at it in my mind. No, Uh, you're doing great. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I I don't feel like I feel like I'm rambling. But I I, before this interview, I was just like, you know what? I just want to help out as many people as I can. Yeah. You know, and you're such a great person being able to, you know, do a podcast and really, you know, show people what can drive them to become greater and help, you know? Thank you. And I think it's really inspirational that you're a woman and, you know, you're, you're showing people that like they can do it and it's the journey, you know? So I just wanted, I think that's what I just built so much pressure because I was just like, I wanted people to feel that the passion and the story and just connect to it and yeah. be able to expand, grow, lead, and, you know, teach others. Yeah. What you're doing is literally life changing. Um, I can imagine, like, hopefully you get to the point where you're able to, like, get contracted by public schools and you can infuse you know what you do into like uniforms like yeah I just have so many so many I see this going in so many different directions um at first uh, I was confusing but (laughs) but yeah I yeah I can see it too and it's just like oh it's yeah it's power Would would you consider like licensing um your IP to like government for example so that you can like roll this out to other schools or yeah no so I definitely have been 
I don't, uh, yeah, I didn't know how much I wanted to say in the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have like future wise. Well, you asked about this, so yeah, I've been looking into. So we have the backpacks. Yeah, and I've been trying to get either you know each child can have a backpack or, you know, something like that, or mm-hmm. each classroom could mm. have a backpack and. Right now, I'm looking into how I would get that about um, in doing that. So, yeah, well, that uh, would be really with the connections, though. And yeah, I'm not from here. I'm like, oh, and the school district. <laughs> I keep on adding to the list. I'm like, I need to know this and this yeah. and the school district, you know, and government. Oh my gosh, it just get the list is getting bigger. But eventually, you know, hopefully, yeah. I'll get to meet that person who sees. Um, you know, not that I, I hate um, that it's getting to this far, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, I don't like to talk about it. It's sad. Yeah. Uh, I love people, but I can't live the way I used to live, which was uh, more in denial and yeah. uh, putting my head down and not looking at the things that were happening around me because it didn't happen to me you know and that's not living um that's avoiding and it's being naive and it's not seeing things and it's waiting till like don't be waiting for the violence to be knocking at your door Mm -hmm. to change yeah Uh, even though i did you know Mm. um but once that happened i was just like gosh uh i'm sure others are like that too so i need to try to help as many as i can you know allow me to so uh yeah once I find I I have a list of connections I still need to make so once I find someone all you need is one and then all you need is one yeah so it's just like it's okay how many people say no all you need is one and the more I think you get out there who knows someone could be listening to this podcast listen if you're the one (laughs) <laughs> if you're the one just email me right now yeah. <laughs> when you get to this spot or so that I can if you know the one talk to Kirsten you know? yes. <laughs> yeah yeah if you know the one or you are the one with connections to how we can possibly roll this out to schools like please 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 reach out to us like we would love to see this like yeah it's not something realistically we want um to talk about but this is the this is what we're leaving it now this is like you go to the you can't even go to the grocery store you're afraid you go to the library you're afraid you go to the gym it's just like you're driving you sit in your car for like two minutes after you get home you're looking around like who is around you it's it's this constant living in fear of like what could happen today you know that's not good the mask uh, who wore a mask before right. COVID? No sure. one. No right. one wore a mask. No one said, "Here, I'm going to wear a mask." I'm sure everyone would be like, "What are you doing? Right? <laughs> are you sick? Right. Or like, yeah. what's happening?" So that shows hope into people who can do it. Yeah, and you know, so yeah. Hopefully, I'm like there are uniforms and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, here's hoping. So I just want to be able to try to help out as many people as we can, and you know. Is this a company that you think is invested? Where are you open to outside investments? Or for now, you still want to keep it in the family? Honestly, uh, with everything, I love to hear. I'm not going to close my door and be like, I don't want to hear it. Because that'll be the day, you know, you'll probably be shut down. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I I would be open to hearing anything. I think, um, I think I do have what I have in mind, you know, where it's just like, um, I, I see where it's growing but in the end I need help you know yeah. so uh, 
I'm open and flexible and would love to hear. What are some of the greatest accomplishments that you've had so far? Like who, well, you don't have to name drop, but like, can you give us an instance where you were like, wow, I didn't even expect this. You don't have to mention if it's a particular person's Um, name. Like being on the cover or in music videos. That's really neat. Mm. Um, I just, when it happened, I was just like, no, wait, really? (laughs) (laughs) And then seeing like for uh, a specific sports team, like seeing our product uh, on the mascot for the whole season or almost the whole season with all of the celebrities, um, you know, it's just like, oh, that's, that's, amazing and then being able to you know have a backpack on my son and you know see you know it's just uh, it's so much Mm -hmm. um and then we're we're trying to make corsets you know so (laughs) so it's just like oh just being able to branch out and i'm like glitter studs i'm like oh i'm open for every anything (laughs) so it just um you know for just different performances and what are some of the biggest risk you think you've taken uh, I think it's all risky. Uh, <laughs> you know, going into business is risky. Uh, meeting new people, talking on podcasts, everything, <laughs> you know, everything is just constantly just like wanting us to grow. And it's just like, no, I thought that was enough. Look, look at what I made. Yeah, it's beautiful. But do you see what where it could be better? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. As soon as we do something, you know we invent and we create and we could see it higher and higher, you know? Um, But that's the spice of life, but it's worth it. It Really. It's not about like, is it risk? It's, is it worth it? And it has always been worth it, you know? So it's just like, as soon as we go and accomplish something, we're on something else and we don't realize all of the accomplishments we've made along the line. And to get this far or to even be thinking about being in this industry, mm-hmm. um, that we've accomplished so much. So one of the things I've learned from my life, which is it hurts to do something, but it hurts more to find out that you didn't do it and you could have done it. Right. So like, I always encourage people to take risks even though sometimes you have to obviously realistically calculate your risk, like you can't just like just quit your job and say, I'll dream about a plan in three months. Like, no, like have a plan first. And then, yeah, yeah, obviously okay. you can quit the job. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's, it's, it keeps showing into itself in different um, business owners that I get to talk to. Cause even hearing how you have navigated, how you and Philip have navigated um, beauty and hierarchy to what it is today and like the, the future dreams and goals that you guys have for this business it's it would have I feel like you would have looked back if we had this interview now I don't know what company would have been talking about and you're like oh I should have started the company you know the years you know years ago when I had the idea so mm-hmm. it's always worth it to honestly you don't want to look back and regret not doing something that you could have done yeah and I just feel like if you're having that push today because uh, living with regret is a horrible feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have that feeling today, uh, it's not too late. Yeah, you know, if you have that dream that no one else can see but you, and when you tell people about your dream, they just see a box, and you're like, no, it's not just a box. Look at it. it's all yeah. other stuff in the box, and they're like, yeah, but I just see the box. Okay, well, that's because that wasn't their dream. Right, your dream. So you have it. So that's why if you can already see it, then you can create it. And I don't think that there's anything that we see in our minds that we can't create. 
mm-hmm. you know, with time, team, and effort and flexibility and, you know, stretching. <laughs> right. True. I've had so much fun talking to you. I have one final question for you. Awesome. So well, of all the products you've created so far, or even the ones that are not on your website, plus the ones that are on your website, what is the one that you felt like you gave everything to and customers are just not buying? Honestly, I felt like that with all of the products that I've ever created. Um, but it was just time. Mm. Time was um, was making it look bleak. I wanted it to be done a certain way. And I was trying to control the uncontrollable. Mm. Um, and of course, you know, you couldn't tell me that <laughs> yeah. in that moment. I was just like, no, no, no. Um, everything just took time. And it was I wanted it yesterday. I wanted it today. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything just took time. Even the things that like, I feel like even let's say it didn't sell. Okay. Like an item, it didn't sell at all. Someone liked the post on Instagram mm-hmm. or on Facebook. So that it got to someone, it just mm-hmm. didn't sell. So you got a result. You just didn't get, uh, I feel like at that moment it was, we had really, really high expectations. We wanted to sell and we wanted to sell now and we wanted to sell for this much. And we want, you know, the person to be happy and like, <laughs> you know, yeah. all of these expectations. And it's mm-hmm. just like, in the end, maybe that was the classic item that you have for, you know, the museum later. Maybe, mm. that, you know, uh, maybe that was just like my, my grandma showed me like this, like uh, Gerber, cup and was just like you (laughs) ate from this Gerber cup and I looked at the bottom to like 2012 (laughs) and I'm like yeah I did not eat from this cup and I and she and I was just like don't say anything I'm like she she remembers you from the cup (laughs) you know it's just like it's about the memories that we put into it and the work and it's just like that's the person who we become Mm -hmm. so it's just like we learn more from the bad things in life than we do from the good things because the bad things teach us and force us to grow when we don't want to so if we think of things more like that it'll really help post push us along it, things happen the way they should happen not the way we want it to happen so that's such a good response that is such a good response because now you've shifted my perspective because sometimes I'm like I just spent a whole month working on this dress and nope the one that I did in two hours is like selling out faster like what's going right. on so right. that's that's actually I'm gonna start tagging all of my whatever doesn't move quickly I'll tag it my museum piece yeah exactly <laughs> and it's just like that makes you smile and that's your, yeah you know you show people and you're like look and eventually someone will see that true you know and maybe uh, if you have a daughter later on and it's just like oh I didn't know I made it for my daughter you know now yeah or, you know so it's just like things happen that are so amazing we just need to allow the time to you know catch up all right Kirsten tell us one more time your website the name of your website how to find you social media all of those things and then we can um, wrap it up okay so uh I would say Instagram is really great uh so it would be hierarchy company and through Instagram you could see my website yeah so that would be the best way you can get a hold of someone if you need a custom piece and then we have our standard pieces too so really the sky's the limit 
Perfect. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us today. We can't wait to get this, you know, um, word out to everyone. So thank, thank you, you so, so much, Kristen. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate all of your time and effort. And I love what you're doing. It's really inspirational. And I wish you nothing but the best. Oh, thank you. Have a good rest of your week. Okay. Okay. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye.